You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Hello and welcome to Fan Critical and our long-awaited coverage of Stranger Things Season 3. Yay! Yay! Yes, yes, that is the Motley crew, our D&D crew. And today we'll be covering this show with uh, four podcasts, each containing reviews and discussions on two episodes at a time. Oh, wow. Yeah, so last time we did three, this time we're, we're sort of... Giving you more time to discuss the episodes, guys, all right? So episodes, in a way. just to say there will be spoilers on episodes one and two because we are covering episode one titled Susie, Do You Copy? And episode two titled The Mall Rats. I'm joined, as I said, by our very own D&D crew. Uh, we have our very own Telekinetic Eleven in Lucy. Yay, hello, guys. Why does yeah. she always get the good ones? Because she's just she's, she's a lovely girl. She deserves the good well, ones. Aww. That's not what you say behind her back. Yeah, so. well, don't tell her that. Um a man who I like to think as a child had the optimism of Dustin, but as he grew and matured, lost it all to the abyss of realism in John. Why have I got him? <laughs> Dustin's the best. I used to be Dustin. No, I'm Hopper. Like, He's I'm Burly Hopper. hopper. Yeah, yeah, but you I, are so Hopper. You are Hopper, but we did that last time, and this time I wanted to put us all as the kids, yeah? Mm. Uh, and of course... I'm just sorry. I mean, Always on about the kids. Oh, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Uh, and this time, I have to say, I've never seen a character more like you, Gareth. And this is no slight against you, because yesterday you literally dragged me to a and d session. Uh, you're our very own Will Byers. It is Gareth Evans. Oh, thanks, guys. It's good to be here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Classic Will. Sound, it's sounding well. Yeah. it's uh, He's got his little wizard robe on. So, haven't you? Uh, yeah. I left my hat. Left my hat in the other room, which is, is disappointing. But... Um, we did play some D and D, didn't we? We did, Gareth. We uh, so we have very much got in the spirit of Stranger why? Things. What do you mean, why? Well, Gareth has taken it upon himself <laughs> as one of his hobbies. Um, he he loves it, don't you, Gareth? It's good fun. What's your character called again? Uh, well, <laughs> we don't know his real name, but we don't. he's known as Strider. Oh. So straight out of Lord of the Rings, oh John. Oh straight out of Lord of the Rings. So what's what's yours called then, Len? So original. Uh, my character, which I was given, is called which Sir Alec. Given. Tercival. Do his little voice, go on. Um, I am Sir Alec Tercival, <laughs> yeah. and I am one of the most noble warriors of... What's the town called? 
you know, don't pretend. He's a warrior, is he? Yeah, he's a warrior, yeah. <laughs> he's not very articulate. <laughs> no, Always worried. Yeah, uh, they're not very articulate uh, back in those days, Lucy, so I didn't read a lot of them. <laughs> um, anyway, so we did play D&D and it actually was quite fun. And we're definitely in the mood to talk about Stranger Things again. Absolutely. Back in Hawkins, back with the gang. Let's talk about episode one first, uh, titled Susie, Do You mm. Copy? Now, I've been disappointed this se- uh, this whole year with television really i know you have as well john i think <laughs> i think we feel let down by things that we fucking load of shit innit? yeah things that we have treasured for years especially game of thrones you know the way that ended and um even black mirror to an extent was a disappointment <clears throat> what were your thoughts john on the return of stranger things a show which you know is quirky is funny has a bit of levity and some dark comedy and, you know, has been consistently mm. good for two seasons. What was your thoughts on the return in episode one of Stranger Things season three? Right. Are you asking me how I felt about episode one or are you asking me how I felt about the series returning? Uh, I, I kind of want to know that feeling watching episode one when you're back in Hawkins, you know, like, you know, when you've just started. Sitting, oh, yeah. 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 So you started watching it. You started watching episode one. You know, what's your emotions and what's your thoughts on the episode, bro? Blueberry as well, you know. Tell the audience about the blueberry system. Yeah, bro. Bro? Yeah. Okay, bro. Um, So the blueberry system is thus. You can have zero bloobs or five bloobs and uh, individual bloobs in between, but there can never be a half. Yeah, boy. So that's the the folk tale that we tell in D&D world. Um, mm. that Strider will tell you and fucking Alex Percival or whatever it was. Um, awful, awful Percival. name. Um, <laughs> but, uh, right, I, I'll, I'll give you my score. <laughs> I'll give you my score um, for the first episode. It's, yeah, uh, it's a free bloobs. Okay. It's a free bloobs from me. Mm. Um, very excited for, yeah. for the return of Stranger Things. Um, enough that you know, I've purchased tickets to Stranger yes. Things Secret Cinema yep. in November here in London. That's yep. going to be fucking awesome. That is going to be amazing. Um, I'm already preparing to shave my beard off and leave my moustache mm. gonna... so I can be hopper. Are you going to knock your two front teeth out if you want to be dusting or... I can't. I've just told I'm gonna you I'm going to be hopper. Yeah, but you know... Jesus, you... I just... but I might also take my teeth out yeah. that could happen i just want to clarify I'll be gummy mccann john you know in secret cinema and anyone who go, goes to secret cinema you don't get to choose your character you are given a character my friend well i'm, I'm going as what i want to go as if they <laughs> want to turn me away old 11. <laughs> <laughs> i'm alex percival um so no what are you doing so no, do you know what i i'm glad Strange Things is back. Um, I thought it was an okay episode to set the scene. Uh, knowing Stranger Things, it tends to start relatively slow and then build up. Um, there were points where I was pretty bored, <laughs> I have to say. Um, mm. There are certain characters that I have absolutely no interest in. Um, mm. There are certain people that actually, in the first couple of seasons, I was... I was like, you know what? Leave him alone. I know he's got a shit haircut and he looks about 58, but leave him alone. Um, but we'll get on to Mr. Byers later. Um, he He's just a dullard. Uh, him and Lightbulb Head, the little 
girl. <laughs> like, head. I've had enough of them. I can't be doing with them. Light bulb head. So, yeah, she's got like, she's tiny, isn't she? And then she's got a massive head. She's kind of like, you know, the, um, <laughs> like a Funko Pop. Yeah, but which character are you talking about, mate? Nancy. Oh, Nancy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get you now. I massive, see what you're saying. Yeah. Triangle so, head, really. I've, uh, yeah, well, upside down and that. Oh, so yeah, that works. Um, yeah, look, it, it was an, it was an okay episode, um, but it has made me think that there are certain characters that they probably should have killed off. Mm. Okay, Lucy, well, coming me done. Coming to you next. Uh, big Stranger Things fan. Big fan of Dustin. Big fan of Steve. I remember. Yes. Thoughts. Oh yes. Thoughts. Okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't actually think Stranger Things needed a third series. First things first. All right, but what would we have done? What? Yeah, okay. this would have been a shit podcast if they hadn't. <laughs> no, but basically, I mean, I was looking forward to it returning, but I wasn't mm. someone that thought, oh my God, they need to do another one. I didn't even think they really needed a second season after the first season. But, Jesus. Um, mm. Here we are, you know, they've done it <laughs> against my wishes. Um, Good start. I kind of a- agree with, <laughs> I yeah. agree with John in that, um, I think they do start slow, usually these seasons, um, the first episode. Mm. I would also give it three bloobs. Um, slow start. I think the series has done enough um, in the previous two seasons to build up the characters, majority of them, so that I'm really invested in them. Mm. I want to see what happens to them and I want them to be okay. thought some of the acting was a bit patchy. Um, Go on. Who specifically? I thought Mike. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I agree jarring with you. me a bit. I agree with you. We'll, we'll come on to that. We'll come I on to that. I think previously he's been really good, but I just found, well, yeah, as, as you say, Lim, we'll get on to it. Um, some of it, I don't know if they're getting more self conscious as they age, but it just it wasn't working for me so so do, much. Do you think uh, he's old enough to have a drug problem? Is that what you're saying? Or no, I mean he is, but I'm no. reading between the lines. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying, but I'm wow. sure I'm sure he is. But yeah, I would give it. Three blueberries because I think it kind of had to set the scene, um, and there were some interesting aspects to it, but it wasn't mm. a classic opener. Yeah, I'll go next, Gareth. Sorry to. Uh, okay. Yeah, um, I agree. I'm going to give it a three as well. I think it's a classic, and it's not the fault of the episode really. It's just a classic setup episode. It's just classic, like. Here is everyone again. Look, it was literally like, oh, look, here's Nancy. Oh, look, here's Mike. He's older. Oh, look, he's getting off of a lever in every five seconds. Oh, look, Hopper's turned into a wet little <laughs> blanket. It was literally like that. And, and that's fine. Um, some of the acting is patchy. I think Hopper is terrible in the first episode. I think uh, I just I think he's written really weirdly. At the start of this totally season, at this mm. season. It's, to- yeah, it's to- so much. tonally all over the place with him because he's such a I felt like I didn't know this character and that's fine I guess because a bit of time has passed Mm. but I don't know that annoys me Um, I love them all I think that is I love them all too they're all lovely well you bloody do in Australia I tell you what because I'm (laughs) in Australia at the moment and there's them all everywhere. They're obsessed with them. Yeah, they are. It's absolutely insane. Love them all. Too much isn't it? Too much too much if anything but yeah three for me Uh, decent opening Um, I like the fact that you know a character like Billy seems to be getting maybe a bit more uh, to do this season, which is good because last season I felt he was just sort of introduced and not... Underused. Yeah, underused, yeah. Mm. What about you, Gaz? Mm. Um, I can't really say much much else. I totally agree with all of you. Um, 
I'm giving it a three bloob as well. So it's a it's a, a full house on the three blue bombiter. Um lots of lots of little threads set up for us and you know obviously some uh, significant amount of time has passed since since season 2. Mm. Um so yeah they've got to do that like hey look here's where everyone's at. Um I'm not I I found the hopper stuff horrible. I really hated I really hated it. I was just yeah. like this this is not this is not Hopper. Like they've they've just mm. they've done this without any consideration of who who he was as a character. Yeah. Um. And they just mm. it's like oh yeah look here's a little comedy relief thing um that we can put in. Um. <laughs> but it is awesome to be back at back in Hawkins and um you know still got the the classic the quality eighties vibes and uh, and the music and and the setting and the costumes and everything is brilliant. And having the mall there is, um, I think that's that's you can you can imagine like a really cool shot coming later, the, like an upside down version of the mall or like an abandoned version mm. of it or something. I think um, obviously mm. we know that that's probably going to have have some centrality to the the main plot. I'm looking forward to to seeing how it all pans out. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's our thoughts. Three blueberries all round. I think that's pretty good, to be honest with you, because it's, it is an opening episode. And, it's uh, hard. And I think it's it's hard for it to do anything other than that, because there was no cliffhanger, really, at the end of last season. Uh, so before we jump into the plot of episode one, a quick advert. Hmm. <laughs> Hello, yes, just a quick advert this time. Don't want to take up uh, too much of your, your precious, precious listening hours. That's good of you. Yeah, very <laughs> kind. Uh, just want to say a couple of things. First of all, this is the start of our Stranger Things coverage. There will be another three podcasts coming out covering good. the respective six episodes after good. this first two. So if you do like Stranger Things, please do check in. Um, the second one will be out a couple of days after this one and then hopefully the following week we'll have the next two covering episodes uh, five and six and seven and eight and the worst of netflix yes. this is a thing it is still a thing everyone that will be back it will be back um john's almost killed it by making us watch fred but i've heard this is a struggle this one so that's why it's taking a long well, time no it's, it's hard not, work look you know we've got lives haven't we yeah you know yep I mean, watch so, it. I've got too many in a D&D way, sessions to attend. Yeah, Gaz is playing so. D&D. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so. Yeah, fact. That is coming out soon. I'm doing some stuff as well, just more of these, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that is Fred. They're covering Fred. That will be coming out in hopefully the next few weeks. Uh, and just to say, hopefully. the Patreon, we really do appreciate all the support that we are getting on Patreon. And today we have another Patreon joining the Fan Critical Fellowship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Michelangelo. Cowabunga, dude! Yeah, Gareth couldn't resist doing that. <laughs> I, to- I told you not to do that. No, but because of the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, got you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michelangelo, thank you so much for thank signing very up much. to Patreon. Uh, we really do appreciate the support. We are so grateful that you enjoy uh, listening to the content. Yeah. And now you can interact with us on a, on a more you know, personal basis. Send us messages on Patreon. Let us know your thoughts on the episode. <laughs> John, you know, loves getting messages, don't you, John? No. <laughs> He's kidding. He He's kidding. He, he did. Yeah, he kind of loves it in yeah. a way. Can you stop uh, sending me these messages, please? <laughs> <laughs> Lucy, make, can you make sure his restraints are nice and tight there over there? And uh, yeah, so you can't... Whip him into shape. He slipped off his mouth, the muzzle. 
so yes thank you so much Michelangelo and if you would also like to sponsor us on Patreon all you have to do is go to www.patreon.com forward slash fancritical on there there are several tiers the most basic tier gets you access to our cast episodes where we recast famous films and TV shows with alternative actors or actresses it's hilarious we've got a Stranger Things one coming out soon we do have we've got a little backlog that we're working on we've got a Stranger Things one coming out Uh, we've got some other things in the works so it's all going to be good you can even on one of those (laughs) tiers uh, yeah it's going to be brilliant you can even on one of those tiers just commission uh, your own podcast on anything of your choosing really and you can also even Uh, appear as a guest on a podcast (laughs) of your choosing once per month so do go to Patreon that's patreon.com forward slash fancritical and check that out now let's jump into the plot of episode one Susie do you copy All right, guys, let's uh, set the scene because we've been away from Hawkins for over a year in uh, the real world. Mm. Um, I'm going to set the scene for you right now. (laughs) Uh, The year is 1984. Mm. The only person alive out of us then was John, to be fair, I think. He was 40. Well, not quite at this stage. 47 at that point, John. Um, 1984. That was D&D game. Yeah, really good, mate. Uh, Turns out uh, there's some sort of scientist-looking guys, and they're, like, walking around. I think the word you're looking for there is scientists. Yeah, scientists-looking guys. Just stick with my... You you stick to listening until I cue you in, all right? Scientists-listening guys... (laughs) Uh, they walk well, down some stairs. Listening, guys. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> science is listening. Oh. It's four a.m. in the we morning over science. here. Um, yeah. Okay. So they walk down some stairs and they open a little brief. <laughs> oh my God, are we going that detailed? Yeah, we're going that detailed. They open a little briefcase up. <laughs> <laughs> they open a little briefcase. Two keys. Turn them. Same time. I was sitting here thinking at this point, this is the initial uh, disaster that happened at Hawkins. Because it kind of felt that way. Chernobyl. I was going to say, it was a bit Chernobylist. Yeah, it was. Well, obviously, well, yeah. warning. Yeah. Sorry, Gaz. Let's yes. face it. We didn't know they were Russians until they went, hey, guys, this is Russia. And they were like slamming Russia iconography in our face. But for the first, you know, mm. minute or two where they just get the machine going, and they start opening the portal. I was like, okay, is this like a flashback to how they opened the dimension? Yeah. Because it did seem that mm. way. And then they were like... Hey, we're Russian, and then it like went outside and had this tracking shot where you were like in Siberia, and there was a Russian flag. I was like, okay, we got it when they were talking Russian. Soviet, Soviet, Soviet Union, flag, yeah. actually. Yeah, Soviet. well, uh, yes, I did history. Sorry, my bad. Okay, Soviet Union. Apparently not. <laughs> but what were your thoughts on this opening? Because I, you know, I actually like the fact that they're using Russia in this season because obviously at the time the Cold War was sort of resurfacing again. Um, after the period of detente, and it, you know that's history, so definitely studied it. And uh, what, what, what <laughs> Google detente <laughs> hashtag detente. Um, what do you think about detente? Is- uh, what do you think over there, loose Russians? You you big fan of them? You strike me as someone that fancies Russians. Yeah, you, I mean Ivan Drago. Yeah, kind of my dream man. Yeah, so yeah, um, actually Swedish. The actor. Yeah, it was kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so look it up. That's cross. Yeah, it was. It, <laughs> that's rough. Um, I was saying to John earlier that I thought the bald man with my bad eyesight and the darkness I was watching it in was Hank Schrader from Breaking Bad. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. So I, there's going to be a massive 
part for him in this. And then when it zoomed in on his face as he was throttled, I was like, it's not Hank Schrader. Yeah, I thought it was Dean Norris for a second as well. I was like, oh, shit. There you go. Um, So once the the shock subsided that he wasn't actually in it, yeah. He's also Swedish. Yeah, it's cool to see the Russians. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Hank. Bless him. Um, R.I.P. Yeah, it was a a so-so opening. I didn't really... um, I kind of thought, oh, that's intriguing. The Russians. And I did, yeah, as you said, I kind of thought, right, that's how it got opened then. They're always trying to harness energy to get over one over on the Americans. Yeah. This is how it all began. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I look forward to seeing how that develops. So, so, so opening. Do you know that stuff you were saying about uh, the Soviet Union? Go on. Um, it's just funny, isn't it, how uh, this... <laughs> <laughs> just funny, isn't it, how this was kind of just pre or sorry post uh Brezhnev's oh, yeah. death in 1982 um and obviously what they're trying to convey in this episode is more of a kind of Gorbachev era yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah. All right, see you later funny thing about Gorbachev is uh no <laughs> uh, very good very good very good so I yeah good opening Russians well, there's in. also a thing in there that um might kind of flounder the radar but <clears throat> obviously they're they're soviet they're soviet scientists so they're pretty brutal um like towards each other right yeah, and boy. and because because it hasn't gone particularly well whatever it is that they're trying to trying to do obviously we don't we don't know that at this point yeah they kill um, Hank Schrader, yeah. yeah they they kill him but the guy kills him by just picking him up drago style and they has has that guy got some sort of superhuman strength or is he just Ooh. if he dies he dies yeah nice yeah i want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yes lucy we all got that not, not entirely what i meant though lucy but yes um <laughs> but i just wonder yeah, he didn't I w- box him into submission why's that playing um but no, I'm wondering whether there might be some sort of hu- superhuman yeah. element. Yeah, that would be interesting, especially mm. as we super get... Super army soldiers. Super army soldiers. <laughs> as we get later in the season, that could be very interesting. But we go from this cutscene to a year later, so 1985, the summer of 1985. It is Hawkins. We're back there and we're in the Starcourt Mall. What do you think about that? Wow. The mall. Love them all. I love them all. Um, it's all right, isn't it? The Shopping. range of clothing and stores in this mall is very eye catching well it looks it looks it already looks like and it's supposed to be brand new right in in yeah. 1985 yeah it already looks like it's sort of collapsed and crashed <laughs> and you know when you get like abandoned malls <laughs> and it's there, there is nothing creepier than an abandoned mall that is true i i feel zombie like, apocalypse in a mall is cool oh yeah that De- De- dawn of the dead brilliant yeah, well, so I feel like there is going to be some some quality, um, empty, abandoned mall-looking yeah, shots, maybe so. in the upside down and stuff. Yeah. That's I'm looking forward to that. Let's uh, let's talk about the characters because, as I said, we do jump around. Uh, basically, introductory scenes it kind of feels like if you've never seen Stranger Things before, uh, this they're just showing you all the characters again. You know, it, this could be for newcomers. Mm. Uh, so we have Mike and Eleven. Uh, and as we can see, their relationship... Ha- A-I-S-S-I-N-G. Yeah, very mm. much so. It's blossomed. Too much. I mean, it is too much. It is too, yeah. it is too much. And uh, well, Hopper agrees. Hopper does agree. But the, yeah. the fact that he, he's 
sort of sitting there in his little chair, like weeping and like yeah. seething with rage, watching like Magnum PI or whatever he's watching. Uh, it's just bizarre. It's not Hopper, is it? It's not Hopper. Only six months, I believe, has passed <laughs> since the events of. I think it's six months since the events of season two, and yeah, and for me, is, yeah. that isn't enough of a time jump to have this character who had been through so much. Who was so like sort of you know, like we say about you, John, quite burly. You know, if I walked in on you mm. just in a chair, like sobbing, I'd be like, "What's going on here?" Yeah, but to be I fair, just, we well, have done that. Yeah, no, you'd be like, "That is." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. He was a bit of a state at the beginning of the first series, though, so maybe this is just a yeah, callback to that. But loose, but he was like, he was like a hardened you know, alcoholic. Yeah, like, um, mm. yeah. I don't know what his problem is now. Like, I don't know why he see, <laughs> I don't know why he feels the need to behave the way he's behaving. What's your problem? What's your problem? No, look, I mean, I, I mean, come on, fucking hell! Like, he's he's a dad now, isn't he? Yeah, you're all having a go because he's not some fucking alcoholic loner. Yeah. Now he's not an alcoholic loner. Maybe he is. I don't know if he's had any drinks at this point. But yeah. he's just like, who is this little dweeb that's just kissing my daughter every he knows, night? He knows who he is, though. Yeah. Does he though? He's helped to save his life. And yeah, why does he hate Mike so much? Like, yeah, like the, yeah, I know. All of a sudden, Hop- little prick. Hopper. <laughs> is he a prick? Hopper gets on really well with the kids. They've been through two world-saving catastrophes or whatever. You know, they're not. They're not like they're strangers. It's not like he's, I mean, he does look completely That's different. That's why they call it Stranger Things. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah, so... But, you know, he did have a daughter. Obviously, he had his daughter, Sarah. And we learned in the first two seasons that he lost his daughter, Sarah, to um, cancer. And I guess you're right, John. Having a daughter again must... He feels very sensitive and precious over her. You know, and we saw a bit of that, I guess, in season mm. two when she sort of left and went on that terrible escapade to meet the other um, super-powered kid, six or whatever she was called. Um, I forgot about that. I yeah. actually blanked that out. Because like, it's a terrible episode, so we forget about oh that. Oh, my God. It's, it's only, terrible. It's the only blip. Worst episode ever. Yeah, it's the only blip in the uh, Stranger Things, you know, roster. Um, but Hopper's also a bit upset because it seems that he's trying to win the affections of Joyce. Mm. It seems that like that's still sort of a thing. Um, and we see Joyce, played by Winona. Why not, though, well, innit? Yeah, played yeah. by Winona Ryder. She's looking a Why bit, not? She's looking a bit better, actually. She's looking a bit less... Yeah, haggard. Uh, less haggard, haggard. more sort of with it. She's looking cool, like, you know, chilling out at home with a little T-shirt, you know. Yeah. Like, whatever. Uh, sorry? That's what she's... <laughs> sad. She, she, she is... She, yeah, you, go on, Luce. It's only been six months since we lost Bob, so yeah. I don't know what Hopper expects like harassing her into trying to go on a date with him while she, he won't even allow his like daughter some alone time. Well, I know not alone time, but he really seems fixated on hating Mike. Mm. And before his character was more but like Mike sort is... of tough love. And now he's just like irrational hatred. Mike's being a bit of a dick though. He is rude. And that's yeah, another yeah. thing I'm like, why he's is being Mike rude. being a dick? Like it doesn't, that doesn't make sense either. He's very rude. When they're giggling in front of him, I'm like, that's really rude. I'd have yeah. punched him straight in the face. Yeah. I think, well, I think you're getting, elements of i mean it seems that the seat i mean just from this first episode it seems like the the theme of this season is change um we've all been there when when you've <laughs> when you've been at school and you do change friendship groups that happens and you do not us though eh, mate well not us no but that's different because we live next hormones couldn't escape from you you live next door <laughs> um but there's there's no way you know that no one can sort of 
relate to this story of how actually growing up and you know it, well gareth you still play D D, but i just mean, I mean that you know <laughs> it's definitely the theme of the season and we see that very clearly here where dustin um bless him my favorite character comes back from a summer science camp called camp nowhere that's hilarious yeah um is it good, isn't it? Yeah, he comes back and he's on the radio. He's trying to get hold of, um, you know, the, the gang, Mike, Will, Lucas, Eleven and Max. Uh, he gets back home. He doesn't uh, care about Max, though, does he? Well, he did. He loved her. No, oh, I know. Yeah. Um, yes, don't call me out on that. Unbelievable. Uh, no, but he, he gets back and there's loads of little <laughs> there's loads of little robots and they all start just walking towards the door. I loved it. Yeah. I love this. And then they go to surprise. That was fun. And they go to surprise him, uh, and they're behind him with a big banner that says "Welcome home, Dustin." And then he gets sprayed mm. with the hairspray. Uh, Lucas does in yep. the eyes. In the eyes, hairspray. Brutal. In the eyes. Yeah, and he blinds him, doesn't he? Forever. He blinds him for life, doing yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah. And then awful. the rest of the show is them visiting him at hospital. <laughs> Dustin having to go to counselling because yeah. because of guilt. It turns into the story of Ray Charles. This is how it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Or any other blind person. There's no. There's no. We don't, yeah. yeah. So don't, or Stevie Wonder. Stevie actually. Wonder. Yeah. He's another one. Either one. Could, so. Either way. Either way. Uh, what did you guys think about Dustin? <laughs> Dustin coming back and and the gang surprising him and 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 that sort of theme of change that's, that's slowly creeping into the show. I'll tell you what I think, mate. Hairy legs. Really hairy legs. He's got little hairy legs. Yeah. Um. And where's his teeth gone? <laughs> Where are his teeth? He, he explained. He that. had the gnashes, didn't he? Yeah, he said the girl was like, you know, I look better without them. Uh, no, right? Because, yes, yeah, because kissing without the teeth is somehow more gooey and delicious. I don't know. But hairy legs, no teeth. Yeah? yeah. What a catch. Skinnier. Uh, well, <laughs> I have to say, his outfit is hilarious. His outfit is ridiculous. This camp outfit. Uh, yeah. The shorts, you know, I could imagine you in a pair of them, Gareth. Oh, we'll stop doing that. Stop imagining yeah. that. Yeah, not in that way. Weird. Um, weren't you playing D and D in those last night? Anyway, he's got little hairy legs, hasn't he? He has very hairy, actually. He has. He's, li- he's a little hobbit yeah. creature, little powerful legs. Imagine that, listeners, a little hairy goblin-like D and D playing creature. That's <laughs> what I've got sat next to me. And I... the cheek to call himself Strider as well. <laughs> Fuck you. <hell. laughs> right. I, I didn't do that. I was given the character. Well, so. what did they do? Just read chapter one of Lord of the Rings? I don't know Rings. how it works, mate. Yeah. how it works. Well, you wouldn't, because you don't expand your horizons. You're not open to new experiences, John. <laughs> That's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, that is true. Well, anyway, so Dustin... Strider. <laughs> Dustin's back, and uh, it seems that he's had a very fun time at camp. Um, not only has he invented several you know, weird little inventions. He's also met a girlfriend uh, called Susie, uh, which ties into... He's met a girlfriend? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've just met this girlfriend over here. (laughs) Okay. Of whom? (laughs) He's got got himself a girlfriend uh, called Susie. And, um, you know, that's why the episode is called Susie, Do You Copy? And one of the inventions that he's invented is uh, called Cerebro. Named after, you know, we're going to go through references at the end of the episode, but um, Cerebro, obviously X-Men, something that uh, Charles Xavier designs to... So is this an origin story? Could be an origin story. Uh, And they go out to a random field to set up what I think is the most ridiculous invention of all time. Setting this radio tower up is a joke. It is a joke. Why is it so Mm. large? 
yeah, it's nonsense. I don't. I I felt like maybe I missed something, but like <laughs> it's portable. Why? Why? Why do you Why do you have to set all of that up? I know that she's like in Utah and Mormon, and <laughs> but like that doesn't mean that can't can't you just use a regular radio? I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's happening there. Yeah. Um, do you guys think eighties? Damn it. It is eighties. Point. Do Do you think? Uh, and Lucy, I'll come to you on this. Coming from a, a girl's perspective, a lady's, a woman's perspective, if you will. Uh, Susie, is she real? I reckon it. <laughs> you're yes, the expert. She's real. You're, you're the expert, you're the expert on... because you're you're a female. So I'm the expert on fake <laughs> yeah. girlfriends. Yeah, um... yes. coming to the girlfriend of the group. Real <laughs> 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 girlfriend. Um, yeah, because I think, why would he gather them all around to talk to her if it wasn't real? And he seems genuinely, like, annoyed that he can't reach her. Yeah. And I think that's the joke that no one would expect him to actually be telling the truth and that she's as hot as Phoebe Cates and all that. Yeah. And as smart as Bill Nye, the science guy, or whoever it do, is they say. Do you reckon that she's going to turn up at the end of the season yeah. and she's going to be a stunner? Yeah, she's no. gonna be a stunner, and they're gonna dance at the yeah. summer the Yule, the Yule ball again. The ball. I think, yeah, I, I think, think she's gonna happen. be like nerdy looking. Like she'll be, it'll be, it'll well, be really. She's gonna be Sarah be really Connor, sweet. and she's gonna come and destroy the mind slayer. Well, that's the <laughs> other option. Yeah. Jesus, ah, could yeah. go that way. That one's more likely. Um, but this is the scene where we start to see the fact that the group is definitely splintering which is obviously quite hard to see from our perspective because we like seeing these characters together uh, but maybe we'll get some mm. new dynamics that we can really sort of get behind because obviously Mike and Eleven are just fucked off again to go kiss I mean they haven't done that enough apparently mm. uh, 15 seems quite young to be doing that or am I just uh, you're a prude you're a prude you're a Lucy prude, yeah. yeah yeah known prude yep mm. an old me. woman but I just because I was never doing anything like that I was, I was kissing 15. girls at 8 so I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> You All were right. kissing a girl All when right, I was eight. Huh? When I was eight. No, but is it normal, guys? For the record. Is, it, is that the kind of thing you were doing? Is that the kind of thing you were doing when you were all 15? Did you I have mean, girlfriends that you were kissing? So yeah, when he was 15, yeah. he was kissing a girl that was eight. So don't have a go there. Right? He's a player. Both kids. So. That's why they call him Strider. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gareth, you're discounted. Len, John? Uh, I, I think um, 16. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. 16 for me, yeah. I'd say. All right. I just can't relate, I, that's all. I can I can vouch yeah. for him. He was seventeen, but fine. Sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was a couple he mugged of, you off, did he guess? It was a couple of girl. yeah, it was a couple of days. Seventeen and it was a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not counting magazines. <laughs> magazines don't count. <laughs> I'm fu- Twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, I thought we said magazines don't count, John. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Right, we can take that as a no. Oh, uh, good. Right. We've all got good. less game than Mike from Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah, to be yeah. fair. He, yeah. Oh, he's got game. He's got game. He's got game. Uh, so that's that's interesting. So the group is splintering. Uh, Dustin can't get hold of Susie. Um, and this makes me sad. Go on. Can I just say, like, <clears throat> I feel like there is there is enough TV and film out there about groups of friends drifting apart. I don't want it to happen in Stranger Things. Yeah, but that's life, mate. It's Sometimes not always life. It's not always life. Sometimes people s- stay mates. Life. Oh, life. <laughs> <laughs> Just let them stay together. Yeah, well, don't move to Australia and then maybe we that's won't have this conversation. Though. I feel like this has taken a different turn. Yeah. Uh, okay. So <laughs> it wouldn't be Stranger Things without some sort of sinister 
dark edge to it. And uh, one night, and whilst the kids <laughs> kids are at the the mall actually later on, uh, the power goes mm. out across Hawkins, uh, which shakes Will to his very core. And and we can of course see it does. He's scared of everything. He's, he's terrified of everything. He's uh, such a dweeb. At a nearby, that's why Gareth's him. At a nearby abandoned steel mill, uh, a strange entity appears. What do you guys? Oh, I knew where this was going anyway because it it made sense for it still to be the what we you know assume is the shadow monster because he left Will last season, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What do you guys think about uh, this with all the rats and all that jazz? Um, Bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, why is he after rats? Well, well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just why looked, is he after It rats? just looked cool, didn't it? I, I, I thought it just looked cool. Mm. I like the way that the, the tone of the show went a bit more sinister. Um, I'm interested to see where this goes. And and obviously, as we get to towards the end of the episode, we might as well talk about it now. We see... Um, you know, Billy, let's talk about Billy. You know, he's uh, a character that we said was underused last season. Uh, good looking guy, in very good shape. Uh, the women, including Mrs. Wheeler at the pool, very much, uh, you know, objectify him, actually, John. And I know how you feel about that, men being objectified. Yeah. And that's why you didn't. Annoys me. That's why you it didn't take me. that lifeguard job, John. Because I'd love to see that. John yeah. doing a slow mo walk. Oh, my God. To the Imagine jet. that. Imagine yeah. that scene, but that. with John. <laughs> Imagine it, listeners. But if someone could edit, well, look, if, if one of our patrons could edit that scene, <laughs> please. Don't. Um, it's just annoying, isn't it? You know, uh, I'm sure loads of people watch that scene and go, "Oh, yeah, it's hilarious, isn't it?" A guy and the women watching him and blah blah blah. I felt really sorry for him, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah imagine, I felt his pain. Imagine that. Imagine being. <laughs> wanted by everybody yeah poor guy disaster Uh, do you know what i i don't even i don't even think that you know we'll we'll come on to it in a bit but the stuff that happens to him i think you're just putting it on i think he's just stressed out to be honest (laughs) all the attention (laughs) um so he's uh billy's a bit of a bigger part this season and later on the episode we see as he's driving his car um Towards Mrs. Wheeler, we believe. You know, he's going on. He, he thinks he's going on a date with Mrs. Wheeler, which is, uh, you know, she's she's pretty fit. Um, yeah. You're so you're you're sweet, aren't you, Len? So you think meeting an older woman <laughs> at a, a motel date. is a date? <laughs> <laughs> Swimming lessons. Got to count what you can. No, yeah. I thought it was a job. He's saying he's going to work her out. Yeah, it was yeah. a business business opportunity. <laughs> yeah, he bu- specifically said, "Do you want swimming lessons?" And she said, "I don't think I need any." And he said. Well, no, because this is going to be better than then, normal ones. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, uh, so he's he's on the way in his trunks to some swimming lessons, and uh, <laughs> the car the car gets derailed, and he ends up. <laughs> it's at, not on rails. No, it's not a train. No, uh, and he's he ends up at the steel mill where <laughs> he gets dragged in. Yeah. By some sort of tentacle mm. thing. And it's not Mrs. Wheeler. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Entrapment, if anything. Mm. Um, thoughts on Billy being? I don't know. Looks. Looks like it's upside down stuff going on here, guys. Mm. I thought he was a goner, like Barb, but he he isn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, thought he's better than Barb, isn't he? <laughs> I thought. Um, Barb. I thought, like you said, Len, it was uh, interesting that he's clearly got a bigger role in this in this series um, compared to last last season. Um, but I thought, I thought, oh, they're building up, they're building up Billy just to kill him, um, which is is brutal. Mm. Uh, Obviously, they haven't done that, but yeah, interesting choice of character to um, 
to en- enlarge his role. Mm. Uh, any got anyone want to add anything else on episode one whilst we're here? Steve. <laughs> Steve. Steve. Yes, Lucy. How have we missed Steve? You haven't <laughs> mentioned Steve. My fave. I think Steve. Bless him. He's let himself down here working at the ice cream shop. However, his outfit is hilarious. Why? Have you seen that outfit, John? What's, what's wrong with working at... Have you seen... No, but what's wrong with working at... No, there's nothing wrong with the outfit. I have one myself. Um, <laughs> but is there anything wrong with working at an ice cream place? No, that's a cool job. Well, the chicks dig it. Yeah, the chicks dig it, oh, man. Well, that's what I read. But I read between the lines, I used to work at an um, ice cream place. Yeah. Um, Chicks did not dig it when I worked there, but <laughs> I didn't have a little hat, so. Yeah. Oh, my it's Lord. Good. I mean, yeah, his his reunion with Dustin was amazing. How can we forget this? Yeah, that was. He's lovely. the only one that's happy to see Dustin. Steve, Steve is great. He's a great character, isn't he? I love him. Yeah. He is. He's a really good actor. I love his hair. I love his um, chemistry with Dustin, and he's the bright spot in the show for me at the moment. Well, that Robin's all right, isn't she? Yeah, I like her yeah, too. She's cool. Relate to her. She seems Sassy. like a good addition at this stage. I think I think her and Steve obviously are gonna have some sort of banter. Seems that's like going that way. Yeah. Oh. Um and, All right, okay. and maybe something more. So More than banter. Ooh, what, Hope what, what, so. what could What's it the be? Next level of banter. Don't worry. Okay. Also, I know John hates them, but what about Nancy and Jonathan? Boo! Uh, they are. Do we need to talk about them. What even happens to them in this episode? They're easily the they worst characters. They are working characters. at the paper. They are easily the worst characters. Oh, we're we're an... They're the worst characters because they're together. I think. Yeah, we're, I don't yeah. Think we're gonna be late. Oh, we've been bonking. We're gonna be late for work. Oh, they love you. They hate me. Why would they love oh, him? Oh, what's going on? They would on? hate yeah, him. Those they... men would hate Maybe him. Maybe because he's the only one that can work the uh, photography. Lucy. Maybe. But they'd still be really rude and mean to them. Lucy's lame. They like him because he has a cock, and that is the reason. That seems what yeah, the show is going for. Yeah, but he seems like the kind of bottom mm. feeder that those sort of men would hate. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, you gay, you. are you queer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they would, wouldn't they? They'd be horrible. Yeah, they would. I'd... I don't get that they would like him because they're horrible. Fair. Mm. I hope they all get eaten by rats. And just before we get to episode two, I uh, just want to say Dustin does obviously intercept uh, the Russian theme that we got at the start of the episode is is continued here when Dustin intercepts a Russian communication, um, which Lock is quite cool. Looking me to flog. Yes, very good, Gareth, actually. Thank you. I'd believe that was sort of Russian <laughs> at some point. Uh, so that's interesting, and obviously that is going to be a key driver for the season. The Russians are here, and they are here to stay. Now let's move on to episode two, titled The Mole Rats. Okay, guys, episode two, The Mall Rats. Uh, quick recap and bloobs from all of you. Uh, I'm going to kick off this one. I thought this episode was uh, an improvement on the last. I felt like it actually had a bit more you know, about it. It had some plot threads that were being really expanded upon. <clears throat> I love the Billy stuff. Uh, Hopper's still a bit of a joke, in my opinion, um, in this episode. I, I, I just don't know what they're doing with his character. But I'm going to give it a four, Blueberries, actually. Mm. Um, what about you, Gareth? Um... 
I thought it was a, 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 a yeah, a bit of an improvement on episode one. Um, I still didn't love it. If I'm honest, I, I think there was still this, still at this point, too many like disparate parts that haven't haven't come together. Mm. Um, and obviously, you you want a bit of a mystery, but 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 you you also want you want to be able to sort of see where things are going. Yeah, and I, I wasn't quite getting that just yet. Um, so for me, it's it's still a three. It's an improved three. Yeah, and and it had some really cool moments, but. Um, it hasn't quite kicked on as much as I want it to just yet, which is fair enough. It's episode two. Yeah. Lucy. I don't think you can um, give an improved three, can you, Gaz? It's just three. Or it's just like a set amount. Yeah, I mean, look, for the record, it will be three and three. But I I know internally when something is a good three and something is a not as good three. Okay. Yeah. Strong three. Yeah, it's a strong okay, three. Okay, I'm going to give it a four because I do think it improved. Um, I really liked the sort of, although it was quite montage which I was like, oh, that always shows they haven't got much to say. Uh, Max and Eleven's shopping and just their kind of girly bonding I really appreciated and I thought that was really good for Eleven's character development. Um, and there was more Steve, obviously, um, saw more of Robin and um, Lucas's little sister, whose name I can't remember, she's funny. So Erica. I like her as well. Right, this is going to be a controversial one, I think. Um, yeah. And I'm scoring this on the basis of how I felt at the end of the episode. I was so bored. Oh, I was God, so he bored. Here he is, he's turned up. <clears throat> I just... There are things that happen in this, and, and again, maybe it's because there's more of uh, Nancy and older buyers... Jonathan. Jonathan. Um, I'm going to give this a two. Oh, um, ouch. Oh, wow. I did not see that coming. I actually, the way I felt after watching the second episode, uh, I think this was the point where I was like, right, I might absolutely turn on this season because a slow start is fine, but then you get to an episode like this and it's like, right, this is a bit shit. So, yeah, so that's that's how I, I felt about episode two. Fair. Um, and look, I, I don't like to give Stranger Things a kick in. You know, I, I like it, but this, it's not as bad an episode as that trash last season with the other magical kids. Nothing's but, that bad. It's not as bad as that. However, it is boring. It is just boring. And I, I couldn't wait until this episode was over. Mm. Hmm. So there you go. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, jump into the plot of uh, episode two titled More Rats. Billy manages to escape the mill, but is dragged into the upside down where he encounters his doppelganger, doppelganger who instructs him to, uh, <laughs> to uh, do naughty things. <laughs> yeah. Thoughts do on naughty things. I don't know, does he? Yeah, well, <laughs> you know. He just wants to build. <laughs> and then he's like, Billy's like, what do you mean? Billy the builder. What do you mean? And he goes, <laughs> do naughty things. Um, yeah, what do you guys think about this? So obviously Billy, I was surprised he was still alive, to be honest with you, at this point. But yeah. um, what do you think about that? I don't know what it means. What, what does it mean? Yeah. What, what are these doubles this is this is what i'm talking about actually do we with all this have episode. doubles in the upside down um mm. it's mm. like 
you do like I said earlier, you want you want mystery, you want um you want some sort of loose threads that you want to follow, but sometimes you also need to kind of have an idea of what's happening. And at this point I really don't have any idea what's happening. I don't know what these doubles mm. are. I don't know what he wants what does he mean by build build it and they will come. I an don't know army. what that means. An army. Yeah, but like build <laughs> what you dreams. Build what Did you film. see. Like and it's like well that doesn't clear things up, does it? Um I don't Imagine know. that. Yeah. Imagine imagine Billy being like, Oh hold on, I'm I'm gonna need some specifics. I've no idea what's going <laughs> on. You got a blueprint or uh, I'll get my notepad and <laughs> let's get cracking. Yeah. Uh no, so I think it's clearly trying to build some sort of army or something. Um that's what I'm that's what I'm getting from it. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, like all those different townspeople, indistinguishable indistinguishable townspeople that we see uh, behind Doppelganger Billy mm. uh must be enlisting an army which is if we assume this is the shadow monster which we do then um it must be it must be uh him trying to we've not seen this before or, like her. Him, or her either one uh, it must be him trying to interact with our world in a different or way him. we know that he's possessed will before so clearly billy is under some sort of possession indeed hmm. mm-hmm. uh so he's alive yeah. and he's knocking about <clears throat> yes. um and later on in the episode, about. later on in the episode, we see a lot more with our boy Billy. Uh, but not in that way. Not in that way. But let's talk about Hopper um, again, <laughs> because uh, Hopper has been a bit of a, as I said, a bit of a wet blanket in that first episode. Not really himself. Uh, he was sort of taught by Joyce to have this heart to heart with. Um, I hated that scene. Yeah, yeah I, I hated, hated that. I hated like, that. oh yeah, this. Ugh. But he 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 goes to have this heart to heart with. Um, you know, Mike and Eleven to try and yeah. get them to what's it like? You know, stop kissing and that. <laughs> and uh, just say that. Just say that. <clears throat> Turns out that that doesn't go to plan because Mike's an absolute dick, and he just takes. He is dick as well. Yeah, he is. A he, dick. he is such a dick in that. Yeah, yeah. that behaviour just doesn't seem Mikey Mike-ish. like Mike. Yeah, mm. but Mike Mike's always like Mike. Mike's always been like a little bit. Um, cocky yeah. like for for a nerd like he's pretty confident and yeah. like he you dream of that confidence don't you guys i Knocky. wish i wish i had it yeah um i do anyway so uh whisper behind your back all the time hairy yeah. legs. So, um <laughs> hairy leg strider over here well i also play sports <laughs> so it gives me an edge over him um but anyway <laughs> i do you lost your thought now haven't you yeah just thinking about me playing Playing football. Oh, um, Jesus God. Christ. All right, so Mike's a dick and carry on. Mike's dick what? <laughs> so you're a dick and so is Mike, yeah. <laughs> Mike is a dick. Is that the summary of uh, of our, our podcast? Mike is a dick and so am I. Um, but <laughs> he is a dick. But I, I think, Lucy, I, I know what you're saying. Like, this is a bit, this is a bit much, but... Um, I think there were there were hints that he could be like that. Like he's always been overconfident, you know. He's been like leader of the gang kind of thing. Um, so mm. it's it's maybe not like a total jump for him to be a little bit dicky to. I can imagine topper. giving him a bit of like giving him a bit of lip back, but not literally what he does. It's like, why would you do that? What, yeah, get what, out of here, old pedo. What are you, why like, saying that? Expecting him to react like you're in his house mm. with his daughter. And you're behaving like that. I mean, I, I know kids are irrational, aren't they? Teenagers. Those hormones that I mentioned kids. before. Mm. Raging. Yeah. 
Well, it annoyed me. Yeah, and it annoyed Hopper because he uh, basically threatens Mike. Mike then gets very scared. Well, hold on. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Doesn't threaten him, does he? He says, yeah, well, something's wrong with your gran, right? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. why is he saying that? Yeah. Why is he saying that? Yeah, he's lost it. He's lost. The it. acting here is not good. No, I don't no think, it's not from great. Mike or from Hopper. No, it's not great. And uh, basically, then Hopper ends up threatening him in the car after he said he lies about the gran. Um, and Mike then does <laughs> the gran. <laughs> <laughs> the gran. The gran is fine. <laughs> Nano Wheeler. What's wrong with the gran? <laughs> <laughs> the gran is absolutely fine, right? <laughs> uh, and uh, Mike. Mike uh, doesn't go see Eleven the next day, and she's like, "It's nine thirty-two. Where are you?" I was like, "Jesus, that's a bit intense." The Gran is ill. <laughs> <laughs> the Gran is not well. Well, she dead. Well, she might be. All right. So, my mum is on the line. I've got to get off. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and this leads Eleven to panic, and she goes and seeks the attention of Mad Max. Thoughts on this blossoming relationship, a new dynamic that we're getting this season, one that we haven't had because I always thought that Max and Eleven weren't really friends. Yeah, uh, last I, year. I think that's I think that's um, that's that's intimated as well because like when when Eleven picks up Max's skateboard, Max looks a little bit like, "What are you doing here?" But Max as well, she's <laughs> she's changed. Like she's suddenly this like. Um, happier individual yeah like light kind of girly girl kind of thing like oh look at these pictures of boys let's go shopping whereas like last season and I mean you know she's entitled to change that's fine but last season she's kind of this dark grungy gamer like that's what she was into I haven't seen her play a single video game it is that kind of like Mm. it, it makes you when you're that age an expert on boys again I, I was never, so mm. can't Still really speak not. for it. Yeah, well, quite. Um, so it, I think for her, the fact that she has a boyfriend, yeah, she can be kind of the voice of wisdom and it is that classic thing of like, tell him, like, don't call him, do this, you got to dump his ass. Like, she's just giving her all this advice and obviously Eleven doesn't even know, <laughs> doesn't know anything about mm. like the structure of society and how you act or within sentences. it. sentences. Yeah, or, or how to tell yeah. the time. Yeah, no, but it's quite fun because it leads up to this uh, very good uh, sequence with the uh, backing track of uh, Madonna's Material Girl. The girls going mm. shopping and Mike and uh, Lucas going around trying to, you know, buy some sort of gift because that's obviously the way. That's right, isn't mm. it, Lucy? If any, if any one needs yeah. relationship advice, just buy gifts and that solves everything, doesn't yeah, it? Again, no experience of being bought gifts when things go wrong. So, <laughs> God, I need some advice from Matt. What happens Lucas, when things go? Well, you Aaron, you up see the game, the... Yeah, Aaron, if you're listening to this, up your game. Uh, go. <laughs> Go. No, he would never say sorry in a million years. He would years. never listen to this. <laughs> no, and again, <laughs> should we just, he wouldn't apologise for it. Should we, um, should we just bag Lucas, Aaron for the next see, hour? Yeah, test if he's ever I listened. I love that. Um, Baron. <laughs> <laughs> you see, um, Lucas is like the flip side again of uh, Max, like giving the advice to Mike of like, this is how you win back the girls. Um, you can call her. And he's like, what, we can do that? So it's quite a nice little dynamic between Max and Lucas who are in that relationship giving advice to their friends, which was quite nice. 
this this whole sequence with the kids in the mall and, and Madonna, brilliant stuff. Uh, probably the highlight of the episode in terms of just levity, a bit of fun. Um, and you really get to see a bit more Starcourt Mall, which actually looks fucking awesome. Mm. You look at some of these shops, they're wicked. So you do love a mall. Yeah, I, I like it when they're like covered in 80s clothing and they have hot, <laughs> hot hot dog on a stick and, you know, Steve's working in the ice cream parlour, whatever, that's cool. You're such a material girl. I am, I really, really am. But let's mm. move on to some of our least oh, favourite yeah. characters, uh, Nancy and Jonathan. John, why don't you talk to me about them and mm. uh, their, their lead to find Mrs Driscoll, who has caught a rat that was eating her new fertiliser. Um, and when they're not looking, of course, well, the rat implodes. <laughs> of course it does. It's just a, it's just fucking confusing, isn't it? Uh, you're just like, what's going on here? Mm. I've no idea what these rats are doing at this point. Mm. Um, you know, Jonathan seems obsessed about taking a photo of one. It's yeah. just like, yeah. it's just a rat, mate. You know, like, it doesn't want his photo taken. Stop taking photos. <laughs> like, but why not take a video? Why make... not get a camcorder and take a video of the rat? Because I don't think the picture is going to do it justice. Like that, it's mad. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's like yeah. If I anyone mean... likes uh, Stephen King, by the way, go check out our Stephen King podcast because we covered uh, rabid animals before, haven't we? In Cujo, um, and Ugh. it's very Cujo-like rat in a way. You know, started out like a nice, lovable mm. rat, and then it's going mental. So I don't know if it was lovable, yeah. was it? Or could have been a rat. Could have been just a lovable rat. How'd she catch it? She's Mrs. Driscoll. Where did she catch she's it? Mrs. Yeah. Driscoll. She could do anything. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. She's she's old, not senile. How's she caught Lucy? that? Yeah. yeah. I think this storyline of of Nancy being at the paper and you know these male chauvinist pigs uh, mm. that are just mm. everywhere is so fucking... It's a bit much. It's a bit much. Yeah. It's so over the top. I mean, that, that, that blonde-haired guy... He looks like a cartoon. He look, He is like the biggest yeah. you know, prick of all time. And every time he's on screen, yeah, I get it. Uh, not all men are dickheads. Yeah. I feel like this episode... But they all are in that <laughs> yeah, yeah. in that office, which is just mm. mad. Yeah, but they, they, None of them are just like normal humans. They're all like, oh, be, a woman. Yeah, oh, let's be I mean, completely horrific towards To be her. fair, it was the 80s. Yeah. Um, and... You know, I feel like in the 80s, it can't, I mean... No, look, if you look at the news, you know, it's all coming out, isn't it? Yes, all men that's true. were scumbags. Yeah. Well, you'd know, so, John. So, you know, John, you were you had been working for, for 30 young, years at that point. Young boy. So, <laughs> young boy. And uh, I was I was cross-dressing. I was uh, O'Driscoll, whatever her name is. Terrific. Um, O'Driscoll? Well, I don't know what her name was. Mrs. She's O'Driscoll. Irish. <laughs> well, I don't know. It she is, might be. It is Mrs. O'Driscoll. You got an air problem. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather be a crash dresser than a bastard man. Um, but yeah, so they were all scumbags. Yeah. Um, it's very, it's so on the nose yeah. that, yeah, too much. you know, I feel like Rudolph. Um, yeah, it's, it's too much. It is too much. There's yeah. no subtlety there. Like, yeah. you look at, um, if you think about what Steve's character used to be, like, he, you think, oh, just typical jock. And then it turns like, no, you know, he has layers because he's a real person. Whereas he's an onion. Just literally demagogue fodder. <laughs> onion man. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Every time I see them, I'm just like, please get eaten, please get eaten, please get eaten, yeah. please get eaten. Yeah. They're just nah, shitheads. Raw. The world is just a great big um, onion. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's can't say onion without me singing that song. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to uh, Hopper, who is in a much more chipper mood after the... Um, he is buzzing. He is buzzing. He, is buzzing. Uh, he asks Joyce on a date again. Um, 
But, unfor- but it's not a date. But it's not a date. But unfortunately for him, uh, Joyce has decided that she loves magnetism. And yeah. she's suddenly become obsessed with electromagnetism. <laughs> so she goes on this little em- electromagnetism crusade, uh, yeah. bringing into the fold once again our favourite science teacher, Mr. Clark. Mr. Clark. Mr. Clark. He's he <laughs> He's an interesting character. Gareth, he is like you if you've grown up a bit more. You know, I see him playing D&D and stuff, you know. He yeah, was. he could do that. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true, yeah. Do you think he would call his character Strider as well? Or well, Again, I didn't name him, so um, we won't, we, we don't know. But um, he's he's a cool guy. He's all right. Like, don't don't have a go at Mr. Clark. No, I like Mr. We're, Clark. Um, yeah, he's good. He helped, he helped them out in the first series. Yeah. I don't know if he's a cool guy, but... I like him. Coolness no, he's a lovely fella. comes in different forms. Mm. Uh, mm. Coolness is not you being cool. You yourself that. <laughs> well, let's move on to our, our favourite partnership from last season, and that is clearly Dustin and Steve. Henderson and Harrington. <laughs> uh, so Dustin and Steve, and now with their new co-worker, Robin, who is actually getting some decent screen time here and... I think doing a fantastic job of. Yeah, of, she's good. I think she's the best new character that we're getting in this um, season. Um, I suppose you're. Yeah. Go on. You could almost argue. I know that she's not new, but like, Erica is kind of. Yeah, I mean, Erica. We saw her last season, and we've seen glimpses of her this season so far. You know, I hope she comes into it more. The Duffer brothers said she will come into it more um, yeah. last season because the re- reaction to her was brilliant. Um, but but uh, Robin. She's a great little new addition, and uh, they are trying to translate the Russian sentence that Dustin intercepted at the end of last uh, week, uh, last episode. Um, thoughts on this? <laughs> yeah. I love this. I, I, uh, do, I always find, I always find like radio messages and recordings and creepy. stuff really creepy. Yeah, they are I, creepy. I love it. I love, I love when that's, um, yeah, that's done. And um, yeah, this is this is this is cool. Some proper Cold War vibes. Um, yeah. and and I love that they've that they've got that uh I can't remember what the song is, but that, that creepy music ding, in the background. Ding, 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 yes. Indiana Flyer. Yeah. The Indiana Flyer yeah. music. I just love the Daisy way, Bell. Yeah. Is it Daisy Bell? Yeah, something like that, yeah. I just love the way that these uh characters are all bouncing off of each other. Because obviously you can't just have Dustin and Steve again from last year. They had to sort of like, you know, adapt that relationship. And I think Robin is a really good foil for both of them to have. Because she sort of mm. anchors them both quite well from that sort of like they're quite like a comedy double act, but then she sort of anchors it with a bit of smarts and a bit of intelligence. And yeah, she, she skewers them yeah, quite well. Yeah, yeah. and I, I really like that. What we're getting this is just something a bit new, and with like the kind of decoding and the mm. spying, it's it's a different angle. And I think mm. yeah, I've really enjoyed that section of the show. Yeah. Spy Kid Seven. Um, whilst this is all going on, Billy, bless him. Uh, is struggling with night- Billy bless him. Billy yeah. bless him is uh, struggling with nightmares during his lifeguard duty, uh, and he's guided by a strange <laughs> voice uh, that he's obviously now possessed by. Uh, he's weird. He's acting weird. He's in like the, the, the supply <laughs> cupboard, like with chemicals yeah. and shit. He almost attacks Mrs. Wheeler. He doesn't. But later on, after his lifeguard duty, he attacks poor Heather Holloway and takes her to the mill, where we assume that uh, she's going to be possessed by. Uh, what we believe at this point is the Shadow Demon, the Thessal Hydra, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what happens. So. Uh, that's exactly what happens. I mean, I, I, you know, Heather, she's been in the show before, right? I think we've seen her in previous seasons, maybe, briefly. I don't know. 
Maybe. She looks very Maybe. familiar. But um, this is obviously, you know, probably leading into the part where you saw all those different townspeople behind Doppelganger Billy. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much invasion, invasion of the Body Snatchers uh, so, kind of vibe. Yes. So mm-hmm. much. Uh, and, yeah. and, and that's, you know, they do <clears throat> have like themes every season, you know. Um, each season of Stranger Things, it seems they really do pick up on a certain film of the time or a film around that time mm. and the remake of Invasion of Jurassic Park yeah <laughs> well yeah funnily enough John you know there was, there was a lot of Jurassic Park references last season but um, yeah you know, Invasion of the Body Snatchers uh, the remake of that from the 50s version to, I think it's the late 70s version um, is actually a really mm. good science fiction film with Donald Sutherland in it and uh, mm. one of my favourites yeah. and that is definitely a theme of this season uh, we'll come on to some more references from the episodes in a bit, but um, yeah, I was getting definite vibes from that. But it's it's interesting how um, yeah, like it's Billy's good. That. Sort of I'm excited about that. Grappling with I'm excited to see where it goes. This, Morality, uh, this possession, yeah. and he he's still he's still to quite a large extent still himself. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? What we saw last season with Will uh, was he was possessed. But he was kind of himself at times, yeah. and then he just went absolutely berserk. And I kind of think maybe that's what's going to be happening uh, this it. season. Okay, well, let's move on to a new section, which I'm calling the Hawkins Hovel. Yes, welcome to Hawkins Hovel, where we dis- dissect the episodes and uh, come up with any... Ref- what are we doing to it? Dissecting it. it. Do you know, it just gave me a little nudge, like that was some sort of clever pun. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not, yeah. I don't see it. Yeah. No, he does that when he's panicking. Yeah, right. Because he keeps <laughs> keeps grabbing my leg too. Oh, God. Uh, but yes... Uh, he does it yeah, when he's annoyed classic. with a mistake he's made. Yeah. Uh, Go on, carry on. <laughs> John, John pretends that he Grippy knows me. Anyway, yes, continue. Yes, Hawkins Hovel. Uh, here we go through the references and Easter eggs in each episode. This week we are going through episodes one and two. Susie, do you copy? And the Mall Rats, respectively. Let's kick off with some references and discuss them quickly and see if you caught them. Mm. So uh, in the first episode, we obviously see the kids sneaking into the cinema to see all the movies in the States, you know, uh, to see Day of the Dead, uh, the third George yeah. A. Romero film. Awesome. Loved it. I absolutely love this. And obviously, guys, what you're thinking about, you know, Day of the Dead is kind of, um, you know, we talked about Invasion of Body Snatchers, but, you know, zombies, uh, that is essentially what the is going to happen to a lot of the townspeople, we assume at this point. They're going to get inhabited and taken over. Um, so that ties mm. in quite nicely, right? Yeah, it's good. Um, they got very, good, they got very lucky. Very lucky when they got into the cinema that there were four seats left. They were very lucky. And how did they? I th- how did I they thought get that in? that annoyed me. Yeah, but they got that did annoy me. They got in. Um, they got in because Steve. Now, Steve let them through the little the back the, the back, back door the back entrance. Right. Okay. Oh, I understand that, but Steve doesn't work for the fucking cinema, does he? It's not like he's going right. There's definitely going to be four seats free. No. Exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, you might have a second job. We don't know. Uh, so you know that hairspray that uh, Dustin wields to like spray Lucas in the eyes when he surprises. Yes. Uh, when they Farrah arrive. Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett, yeah. which is what Steve told Dustin to use at the end of season two to get his like luscious hair going. Yep. So, <clears throat> yep. and obviously he's got a girlfriend now. So clearly 
the hair products are working. It works. And she's definitely real. So. Uh, definitely real. Let's talk about gremlins. Because uh, gremlins... Do another pod, are we? <laughs> uh, can we just... Do a, do a different yeah, pod. Can we just focus on Stranger Things? We haven't got that much time. <laughs> um... So Gremlins came out in 1984, and uh, you know, it's funny, uh, when honestly, about- we, I don't think we've got, <laughs> I think we've got the time starting now. To be honest, mate. And uh, you know, you're talking about Gremlins earlier, uh, the uh, 1984 sleeper <laughs> 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 uh, hit from 1984. Sure. Um, so Dustin, you know, he brings home like a series of inventions uh, that kind of happens in in Gremlins too. Uh, not Gremlins, Gremlins 2. 2. No, no, no. no. Mm, we're doing that. No, 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 no. Just have us in Gremlins 2. <laughs> oh, for f- um, So, yeah, basically, that's very, <laughs> that's very Gremlins. But also Phoebe Cates, which uh, Dustin... What? Is that... No, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Go back. <laughs> Is that the link? No, there's more no, to there's it. More. It's skipped, just inventions. He skipped over <laughs> oh, right, it for okay. some reason. <laughs> No, I skipped it. Right. His notes have got much more detail. I'll tell you what it is. No. All right. So in Gremlins, does so um, <laughs> yeah. there's a character Randall Peltzer who brings back a a device that's very similar the, to the electric yeah. hammer called, called the, the slammer it's that called Dustin the slammer, brings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get that guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't just say he brings back inventions. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> there are inventions <laughs> like in Gremlins. In Gremlins. Yeah. that's nonsense. Well, also Phoebe Cates, and if anyone who doesn't know who Phoebe Cates. Is that was uh, who yeah. Dustin described oh, yeah. his new girlfriend Susie as even better looking than, mm. and uh, he meets mm. her at science camp. And Phoebe Cates is in uh, Gremlins. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoebe yeah. Cates. Yeah, Phoebe Cates only hotter. He says, uh, but she was uh, she mm. was in Gremlins, so that's where that's coming from. Mm. I'm picturing her. I'm picturing her right now. Mm. Not naked. <laughs> right. Not naked. I hope. So that's John. done. That anyway. Uh, well, he's quite young in that, I think. So hopefully no. not. Well, John at the time, he was how old were you at the time, John? Nineteen eighty-four. You what? Twenty or forty-two? Forty-two. Zero or? years old. Okay, so. good. <laughs> good. Uh, we've mentioned X-Men and Cerebro Honestly. because he names the um, the uh, radio device as Cerebro. So that's, yeah. that's 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 obvious. We don't need to mention that one. Uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. This is our biggest link to these first uh, two episodes. Uh, Let's just also note we've mentioned the um, the seventy eight Philip Kaufman film with Donald Sutherland, but the main the main main one of the main protagonists in that is Elizabeth Driscoll, yeah, who's who's the who's the woman who's like the main protagonist with Donald Sutherland, and who does Nancy the woman yeah, yeah the woman uh, uh, oh. who does Nancy and uh, and Jonathan go to visit Doris Driscoll that's very cute. about the rats so that's clearly oh Driscoll yeah oh Driscoll yeah the rats that's a lovely. Callback. Yeah. <laughs> <Or forward. laughs> That's mad, that uh, little Irish fella. Little Irish fella. Hello there, I'm, I'm Doris O'Driscoll. Come have a look at me rats. There you go. <laughs> uh, it's not a euphemism. It's definitely not <laughs> it's a euphemism. Good. We're getting loads of alien vibes oh, with yeah. the mind flayer, face hugger, shadow demon, weird creature yeah, thing. Very. That, yeah, very face huggery, mm. um, which is very of the time. And of course. Thuggery. Yep. Yeah, uh, so getting a bit of Jaws as well. Jaws. Oh, yeah, when the shark, when the shark comes. When the shark comes, yeah. When the shark uh, eats them all. <laughs> but when, you know, when Hopper is like the pissed piece, uh, piece of belief. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you, pardon. <laughs> when he's the pissed uh, chief of police, he um, 
He stumbles out of the bar going, I'm the chief of police to do what I want. That's very similar to Adri- uh, Martin Brody's character when he basically does exactly Adrian the same thing. Yeah. Brody. Yeah. I'm, I'm, mm. I can do anything I want. I'm the chief of police. I'm a piece of police. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, any other reference? When I get nervous, I piss pronunciate my worms. <laughs> Uh, was there any other references that you guys picked up on that I've missed? Uh, and, you know, listeners, if I think so. if we've missed anything, you can write to us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com uh, or alternatively get in mm. touch with us on our social media platforms, fan underscore critical on Instagram, at fancriticalpod on Twitter and fancritical on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, the gang don't seem to think of any other no, references. There's bloody, bloody loads of them that I can think of, but yeah. let's leave it for the yeah. for the listeners. Let's leave it for listeners, yeah. It's a little game, if anything. Um, yeah. Give them a chance. Post them in. <laughs> yeah, and that's it uh, for episodes one. And-, and the one, and the best, well, hold on, but the one that posts the best one in Yep. You uh you win a, a Stranger Things t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> if in exchange for money at um, all good retailers. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> um so that it might have fruit of the loom on it, but yeah, that's good, isn't it? <laughs> uh so that's it for episodes uh one and two. Um, we're going to be back very shortly with the reviews of episode three and four. As we said, these are very much set up episodes. John was not impressed. The rest of us seem to be getting more impressed as it goes along. Uh, I want to thank my uh, <laughs> my uh, D&D crew. I want to thank uh, our own Eleven in Lucy. Thank you. I want to thank, uh, you know, little Dusty, little Dustin, his little Nashers, uh, J-Mac over there. Thank <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and of course, Cockney orphan over here. Uh, the very sad, depressing little Dweebo character in Will Byers that we've got Gareth sitting next to me. Thank you, mate. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, no worries. We'll play some D&D with you soon. Don't worry. We'll stop chasing these girls around and we'll start playing some D&D. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. Thank you, everybody. Uh, see you next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. Bye.